As proven time and again, you can pack City Hall and protest and send letters to the editor, but if you can't get five votes on the council, it's moot. There's one week to go until the election. Ryan Denham has this look at how the candidates would approach each other. You don't have to look to Washington to find policymakers who just don't seem to get along politically or personally. That this is a circumvention of a conversation that is tense. Point of order, Mayor. I'm calling a point of order. We're here to speak substantively about this initiative that's before us. And Alderwoman uh, Creo has made this some kind of a personal attack for no justifiable reason. That's Bloomington City Councilmember Jen Carrillo being interrupted by Councilmember Kim Bray. Ditto this exchange three years ago between Councilmember Johnny Painter and Mayor Terry Renner. The agenda, actually, that is wrong. Um, but, no, hey, 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 let me finish. Uh, excuse me, uh, you actually do not have a point of order. You do not have. The professional dynamics and working relationships will be key for the Bloomington Council after the April 6th election because there's going to be a lot of churn Four of the nine seats could go to new council members, as well as a guaranteed new mayor. Molly Ward is the only incumbent on the ballot. One aggravating factor is Bloomington's ward system. Unlike in normal, where council members are elected townwide, therefore have all the same voters, Bloomington has nine wards. With low turnout local elections, those wards often flip on less than 100 votes. And Boko Milamwe is the only mayoral candidate with experience on the council, 10 years. The number one issue he sees in the community? I think it's, you know, the polarization that I have seen. Milamwe has pitched himself as a calm, fact-following, sensible candidate. He successfully pushed to make Juneteenth a city holiday. He says he'd like to find similar ways to publicly celebrate other cultures and bring people together. Once people have an opportunity to talk with one another and, and spend time with one another, we're no longer strangers. Neither of Milamwe's opponents, Mike Straza or Jackie Gunderson, have any experience as an elected official. Straza says council relations have improved since city manager Tim Gleason took over almost three years ago. He's done his part. He's continues to do his part. So the city council and the mayor has to do their part. We have to work together um, for the city. And yes, we'll have things that are our own personal thing. And we have to acknowledge that, but we have to also know that we have to sometimes put our personal feelings away. Gunderson says her experience on various nonprofit boards were a training ground of sorts for working with people. There will be times that the city council disagrees on things. I think we all know that the, the city council is full of passionate people and people who want the city to do better. I don't think anyone gets in this job that, um, thinking that they want the city to do worse. And so understanding that we're all doing this together and that we need to show each other grace. There are head-to-head matchups in four wards throughout the city. In Ward 3 on Bloomington's east side, Sheila Montney will face Willie Holton Halbert. Montney is a State Farm executive, but she says that does not define her life experience. She grew up in rural Arkansas. Her family wasn't rich. Today, she volunteers to teach English as a second language to undocumented immigrants. I will respect everyone for their points of view because all of us bring with our own histories our own experiences. Halbert is a Department of Corrections retiree and NAACP leader. Just because she's in an east side ward, Halbert says that does not mean she doesn't care about the west side food desert or O'Neill Pool's future. Halbert says she tries not to make politics personal. I don't assume when someone says something that I don't agree with that uh, they mean ill. I give people that benefit of doubt. 
In Ward 5 on the city's Near East side, Nick Becker and Patrick Lawler are vying for the open seat. Lawler is a high school teacher, and he says there are places where common ground is likely, such as ways to improve downtown. But Lawler says the council needs to have some tough conversations about police reforms, about the way immigrants are treated. And we should not shy away from those conversations. Um, and that just because we are willing to engage in those conversations does not mean that we are creating that tension or that stress. We are merely kind of bringing it to the fore. Becker says in his career in business, he's often played the role of peacemaker. If you really dive in and understand not just what the opposing view is, but why they have that opinion and what is the, the lens that they're looking through to get that opinion, then you'll find that, you know, if both sides do that, generally we're closer to the right answer. In Ward 7 on the west side, Molly Ward is the only incumbent in the race, and she's only been in that seat since November. She is Carl Broman's spiritual care director, and she says there's a reason we have two ears and one mouth. The more that I can listen and foster that safer environment, a brave space for listening, the more our community can come together. Her opponent in the race is Kelby Cumston, a project manager overseeing affordable housing construction. He says working productively with those who don't see eye to eye with him politically is par for the course after a career on construction sites. Cumston says he met with every current city council member one-on-one when he applied unsuccessfully for the Ward 7 vacancy last fall. And I did that. I sat down for an hour and talked to all of them. And, And there's nobody on that council right now that I don't feel like I could Uh, talk with and and work together on any type of plans and ideas. In Ward 9 on Bloomington's northeast side, Jim Fruin will face Tom Crumpler. Fruin isn't an incumbent, but close to it. He served on the council from 1995 through 2017. Now he's trying to get his old seat back. Fruin says building relationships with other council members is key. Small, open Meetings Act-friendly visits can help. Just going to the full council meetings is not enough. But we can't spend our time as a group with one person or one issue if it doesn't have the support of the rest of the group. His Ward 9 opponent is ISU professor Tom Crumpler. He says civility and professional courtesy are vital to the council's working relationship. When you're talking about issues that are important, people can get, you know, um, passionate about issues um, and, and there maybe appears to be some divisiveness. You know, from what I see, though, um, that's tends to be the exception and not the rule. I think most of the council members, um, as I observe those meetings, you know, want, you know, to do what's best for Bloomington, want to get things done. Another wrinkle is that four of the candidates you just heard from, Jackie Gunderson, Willie Halbert, Patrick Lawler, and Kelby Cumston, are all running together as the Progressive People First Coalition. Sheila Motney and Nick Becker have attracted their own similar base of support within their campaigns. The others have their own constituencies. Whatever the winning mix is, they'll have some work to do to get along. I'm Ryan Denham. Learn more about what's on the ballot at our voter guide. That's at wglt.org election.